When I started graduate school, I had a very specific idea about what it meant to do good science. You had to work on important problems and find meaningful answers. Or, well, if the problem couldn't be important, I would at least do elegant experiments. But when I struggled just to get a robot to reliably pipette the same volumes, I had a new bar. Don't lie. For me, I got into studying air quality because I'm passionate about climate change. But sometimes I wonder if I could do more for the environment by going through a trash can and taking out something that should have been recycled. Am I really solving climate change if I spend most of my time trying to get this very old instrument to just start collecting data? Occasionally, the only solution is to just wiggle a wire in the right way. This isn't what I thought good science was. I thought good science involved more certainty, doing the right thing for the right reason. But in my six years at Caltech, no matter who I talk to, everyone deals with uncertainty. In fact, we work on these things precisely because we don't know what the right answer is yet. I thought that I would know if I'd found the answer, just like in my ninth grade physics class. We computed where we expected a ball to land when we launched it. And amazingly, it landed there. But it took hundreds of years to define classical mechanics. And now we know even those equations don't always describe the world. So what's the good science here? If handling uncertainty is at the heart of every research question, good science must be the product of a process that is careful with how it handles its own ignorance. But this process never gets written up or published, though it influences the final result. Maybe nobody writes about it because it is so meandering, so specific to each problem or field. Nonetheless, it seems important to understand that process, to cultivate the kind of science we would use to treat our cancer, launch rockets into space, and plan for a more sustainable future. This is Not My Thesis, a podcast where we understand science via the hearts and minds creating it. I'm Heidi Klumpa. And I'm Sophia Chirun. In the first three chapters, we'll answer questions like, why is this so difficult? A lot of it, like, I have no idea because no one has ever taken this kind of data before. We work at the molecular scale, which is very different from everything that we experience in our daily lives. What does it feel like to work on these difficult problems? And so it took a long time to figure that out. Yeah, and I think science is, you know, at its core, it is kind of drudgery. Why do people undertake this work? I think the data is the most important part of what one does in science. It's the part that's sort of indisputable. As a physicist, I definitely think that it's all possible. One of the reasons that I get so excited about space is not just because, you know, it's pretty or it reminds me of how empty it is but because I can put numbers to that, I know just how empty space is. And do they make an impact? So my office hours are pretty unique in that I try to be as useless as possible. But I, I realized that if one wants to make an impact in the scientific community and, or in the world, it doesn't take three years of work. It can be done in like one weekend. Join us monthly wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was produced by me, Heidi Klumpa, with help from Sophia Churan. Our music was provided by Blue Dot Sessions, and our fabulous blue logo is the work of Usha Lingapa. Not My Thesis is a Caltech Letters podcast, supported by the Moore Hofstadler Fund and the Student Investment Fund.